0: It's haram to buy this product, Israel killing Muslim children with your money. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott. This is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And gentlemen, this is from a pamphlet called Boycott Zionist Israel that just blew up on Monday all over my Twitter feed. It's where I learned that if you spend only one British pound a year, Israel make two billion a year from Muslim population which is just incredible. I mean, all the racists will tell you that Jews are great with money, but how you get one pound to turn into two billion pounds, pulling it out of the Muslim population is incredible. But this list included all the products that if you want to, if you want to fight Zionism, that you have to boycott. And I'm, I'm going to share this with you. So just uh, bear with me. This, this list, by the mm. way, is, uh, uh, does not list quite all the products that you're supposed to boycott so we've got adidas amica airbnb ariel aquafina axe banana republic barclays bank baskin robbins betty crocker boss booking.com bottle caps bobby brown braun burger king butterfinger capital one calvin klein chanel cheetos clinique costco costa coffee colgate coffee make coke converse dell dermalogica diesel disney domino's dog chow dove doritos dole dng dky and dr pepper dr jar dryers estee lauder evian fanta FedEx, Fruit by the Foot, Friskies, Gatorade, Gap, Gerber, Giorgio Armani, Glam Glow, Gobstopper, <laughs> Goobers, Gillette, Cavinci, Gucci, haagen Head & Shoulders, Hot Pockets, Huggies, HSBC, Bank, Intel, J C Penney, Johnson & Johnson, KFC, Kiehl's, Kit Kat, Kinder, Kleenex, Kodak, Kraft, Kylie Cosmetic, Lay's, Laffy Taffy, Lancome, Lacoste, Lego, Levi's, Lipton, Lloyd's Bank, L'Oreal, Louis Vuitton, MAC Cosmetics, Maybelline, Marlboro, Marks & Spencer, McDonald's, McDonald's, Microsoft, Minute Maid, Motorola, Mountain Dew, Nature Valley, Nescafe, Nestle, anything, Nerds, Nokia, Nike, Nivea, Nutella, Oral-B, Paula's Choice, Pantene, Papa John's, Pellegrino, Pepsi, Perrier, Pizza Hut, Puma, Purina, anything, Pringles, Reebok, River Island, Rolo, Roll-Up, Sabra, Skims, Smarty, Smartwater, Sprite, Starbucks, Sweetheart, Sunkiss, Subway, Taco Bell, Tang, Tesco, The Body Shop, The Ordinary, T-Max, Tom Ford Products, Two-Face, Tommy Hilfiger, Timberland, Tide, Tropicana, Turtle's, Chocolate Twix, UPS, Vaseline, Victoria's Secret, Walmart, Wix.com, Yo Play and Zara. I just realized, man. I just you, took you, twenty-eight you, you really trillion should. dollars out of um, the Muslim population.
1: <laughs> I feel terrible. I,
0: they encourage you to go to this this uh, website. I can't remember the name of it off the uh, off the top of my head. Oh, I've.
2: Hmm. Oh, please let's <laughs> those do those promote that, that website as it, much as possible. All, it's all of those yeah,
0: words.com. Uh, yeah, <laughs> And you got to get and spelling each, exactly if right. If you go to this website it's uh, thewitness.news is it's a UK based Palestinian group. Um, each of these products if you click on their their individual pages it, it it contains a warning like this. Don't buy Hyundai cars or machinery. Don't sell Hyundai cars or machinery. Don't work for Hyundai. Um, and you can't do that because Hyundai apparently makes wrecking mm. equipment uh, like bulldozers that Israel has used to construct things they shouldn't construct and to tear down things they they shouldn't uh, tear down. Um, Scott, that list is uh, rather inclusive, isn't it?
2: Yes, and I'll tell you right up front, I draw the line at nerds. Um, mm. I am not giving right. up my nerves. A lot of candy Somebody on that to list.
1: You'd have them when you can pry them for my cold, dead hands.
2: <laughs> that's, that's right. You know, I guess the idea here... Um, from the geniuses who drafted this list, is that they did a study of human nature and decided that people like being told by strangers what to do. Um, they especially like being told uh, to stop doing something they've previously enjoyed doing. And people respond really well to that when you tell them that they can't have something that they really have have paid for in the past and have enjoyed in the past. It's If you listen to to the news, you get a completely different impression of what's going on uh, with this whole um, war than you do if you actually were there or if you knew what was going on there. Um, Every day, like, I can't tell you how many headlines I've seen. um, Day after day, it says, something happened, and this increases pressure on Israel to stop the bombing. Like every, no matter what happens, it increases pressure on Israel. And I'm like, where does pressure come from? Is this atmospheric pressure? What kind of pressure are you talking about? Well, it's the pressure that you're generating in the news media when you do these stories that say pressure is increasing upon Israel. And so it's the same sort of nonsense that you're going to go through and boycott 200 products. Or you know not work at those companies. Yeah, that's right. I have a strong feeling about this. I'm I'm walking off my uh, you know seventy thousand dollar a year auto assembly job now because I think that mm-hmm. that's going to change uh, policy in some other country. Um, it, it's really sad, and I think what it really does is first of all it's it's misleading. Secondly, it's it. Um, The sources of this kind of activity are just basically Hamas cheerleaders. And so you've got, which includes many in the media, sadly, um, you've got these people who have an agenda that they're trying to advance and then... And then the media puts it out as if it were like a real news story. Now we are constrained to discuss these things in order to warn people away from them. But I, every time we talk about something like this, I'm like, suck the oxygen out of this thing and let it turn blue and die. Like I don't, I don't even want to. Like I didn't want to say the name of their website because that this is helping them. Um, but the good thing is that no, you know, right thinking American who's watching in, in our indeed, show would uh, ever uh, consider Bill, doing this is, any of
0: these this is Real kicker, I think, to this story. This is the the buried lead. If you go to the bottom of the pamphlet, it says to visit the website to find a list of alternative products, and you got to kind of dig around. But I clicked on a lot of these companies, a lot of these products, and almost all of them had had this to say: "No alternatives researched yet. Help us out." No alternatives, huh? That hmm. You're you're well. No. I don't understand. So when they
2: like if it said an ice cream brand and you and it said you click on alternatives oh. and then the website would tell you that there are no alternatives to that ice cream brand because so it's no 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 no
1: sense buying Kia and then because they don't if make bulldozers. you're looking
0: for substitute products um, you're not going to find them in the places that are actually friendly to groups like Hamas.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is that a halal bulldozer?
1: You know, speaking to the bulldozer, it's an interesting. Actually, this little um, kind of uh, rational part of my mind went to work there. And, and the, when you when you mentioned don't buy um, uh, Hyundai because they make bulldozers, it made me think. Really, first thing I thought was, how many bulldozers does Hyundai make in a year? Hmm. And of that number, how many are employed yeah. by Israel to bulldoze uh, uh, Palestinian settlements? All of them, assuming you buy their argument. <laughs> Yeah, exactly right. The answer is all of them. Yes, exactly right. All of them. Um, what is it? Three <laughs> out of whatever they make. In any event, this the real the real horror of the of the October sneak attack was for Israelis to realize how vulnerable they are and how and how porous their um, Society isn't vulnerable to attack, and what it's done for Americans is show us just how deep this uh, this rot has gotten into American society. That people can can actually, you know, protest this stuff in public and 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 not and not go and hide their heads in shame for the rest of their lives. Um, whatever your opinion on this conflict prior to this is, um, this is the most horrific atrocity, large scale atrocity that I'm aware of since World War II. Not not just to the Jews. I'm just well, at the very least, it's it's the largest atrocity committed against a Western nation that I can think of. Well, nine eleven, I guess, would would come into that category, but it's up there. This right. Is
2: there nine eleven proportionally?
1: And, yes, yes, and not only that, though. And not only that is that is that the 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 provocativeness of this attack, this business of you know of, of babies in ovens and decapitating people. This the the ferocity of the cruelty of this of this uh, early October attack is ratcheted up as high as it can get. There, there's never been a clearer example to me of savagery that's being displayed for savagery's sake than, than what Hamas did to Israel on that day. And and this idea that, well, you know, it's just a more or less an equal thing. The pro- Progressives can't understand causality. They don't understand that if you shoot somebody— then you go to jail. They say, well, how come the guy's in jail? Because he shot somebody. We didn't just pick a guy off the street at random and decide to put him in prison because we're horrible people. That's what they tend to think. This response on the part of Israel is a response not just to the number of people killed, but to the manner in which they were killed. To the, to the, to the, it is a response to the gauntlet that was thrown down by Hamas in terms of making this as painful as possible, given the resources that they had, making this as painful and brutal as possible. And they're getting this. They're getting this back, and I have no sympathy for them. I'm sorry. I understand innocent people are dying, and I have sympathy for innocent people. But when you put people into the mode of existential conflict, you, I didn't. We didn't bomb Tokyo Bay. You know, that's not how, that's not what it started it in, in in 1941, and so everything that followed after that was based on the decision of the imperial Japanese militaristic government to launch a sneak attack on American. Uh, uh, assets in Pearl Harbor. Everything that happened in the Pacific after that, including all of the civilians who were killed in the firebombing attacks and so on, all of it was predicated on the decision that that government made. Fully aware, they were wrong about what they thought was going to happen, but they were fully aware of what they were doing. The same thing with Hamas, and the fact that, and the fact that yeah. people can defend Hamas this close to the event is an indication of just how corrupted. Our media is, and how and how fundamentally infected. Large percentage of 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 people who call themselves American citizens are. You look you you could even you could even be in a position position where you have nothing but uh, hatred and contempt for Israel and everything it stands for. But that's not the same thing as as celebrating. Hamas and protesting in favor of Hamas. That's just something where you can just say, "Okay, you know, I'm not a fan of Israel, but who can who can defend this action? It's 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 indefensible." And so, I'm actually glad, Steve. Uh, every time one of these things comes out, I'm glad. My topic this week is, is similar to yours, um, because as Scott said, it, it it does make you wonder who's the who's the PR person for this uh, and. I'm guessing whoever it is, he's got red skin and long black and, horns and cloven hoofs yes. and is enjoying the whole show.
2: Steve, can I can I add something bastards. here? Um, I I was watching a a report about um, how Israel is pursuing uh, this Hamas military leader. I think he's kind of the—I don't know his name, but he's the guy who's kind of in charge of this whole operation. And, you know, in recent days, as we record this, they're going into their fifth day of having a pause in the fighting so that they can exchange prisoners. And it's a three-for-one exchange, hostages coming back to Israel, one hostage, three prisoners leaving Israel, going back to Gaza. And so it's, you know, this three-for-one exchange, which is, of course, unbalanced. Well, the story that I read about this guy, uh, the, the Hamas military leader, mentioned in passing that he happened to be one of the thousand prisoners that Israel released years ago in exchange for, I believe his name was Jilad Shalit. It was a single IDF soldier that they traded a thousand Palestinian prisoners for, and that guy paid back his freedom from Israel by turning around and leading a group to attack Israel. And for anybody to make this moral equivalency argument to say, "Oh, it's the same thing," I mean, Israel traded a thousand prisoners to get one Israeli back, regular soldier. Yes, and and then one of those thousand. Turned around and led Indeed, this attack, um, uh, this butchery on Israel.
0: Close here, I think Scott hit on the importance, or maybe the the lack of importance, of a story like this one. Uh, when I say this 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 boycott pamphlet exploded over my Twitter feed, it did. It really did. I, I couldn't avoid the dang thing, so I wrote about it for PJ Media this morning. I'm hosting this segment today, but I found it uh, from the source. The closest thing to a source I could find was the an, a, a pro-Palestinian account using the name of uh, uh, Niall Ayad. Uh, with the you know Palestinian flag emoji next to her name there, but her avi is a photo of a headshot. You can actually see the the frame, the white frame of the photo print on on each side of the of the smiling face, and the content is nothing but uh, data mining clickbait. You know, click follow if you like this, and, and almost all the photos are a uh, very attractive looking, uh, presumably. Mm. Palestinian or 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 Arab women, so it's this is a bot running a scam, and this kind of thing starts generating clicks. And I thought I wonder, you know, just how does a how does an account like this generate forty thousand followers when it's so obviously fake? And one of my readers at VodkaPundit did a little deeper digging than I did this morning, and it turns out most of those followers also appear to be bots. So when you hear that something is trending on Twitter or X, as Scott likes to call it now for, for whatever reason, when you hear that mm. something is trending on Twitter, <laughs> understand that so much of what's trending is bots amplifying content produced by bots for bots to amplify. It's so fake. It's don't worry about it. Mm. Don't get into danger about it. Do what I did try to have a little fun with it, and then forget about it. And that's your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of, pardon me, BillWhittle.com. Thanks so much. Oh, by the way, BillWhittle.com has a brand new website. It looks great. It's snappy. It's fun. So if you're watching this on on YouTube or Rumble, go to BillWhittle.com and check it out. You're going to love it. All right. That said, I'm Steve Green. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.